Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Friday, July 28th, and a look at how the week turned out. And it was a solid week. We had some turbulence throughout, but ultimately, Ed, it seems like we're in a pretty good spot. Uh, we'll get your take, but first, give us a quick preview of the tickers we're going to be highlighting. Yeah, I want to take a look at a few stocks setting up. Marvell, uh, SLB, formerly known as Schlumberger, and Tesla. Perfect. We'll do that. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. Here's a look at the NASDAQ composite with a solid gain on Friday, up 1.9%. We also had the S&P 500 uh, logging a gain of 1% today. The Dow lagged a little bit, but still up a half a percent. That's a, a lot of blue there. Only only one uh, red day up, uh, I want to say, what, 14 out of the last 15 days, something like that, Ed. And a look at uh, small caps here. The Russell 2000 up 1.3% today. So if you look at the daily chart of the NASDAQ here, we did have a pretty ugly day on Thursday, which was a distribution day, big outside day, downside reversal. But if you look at the weekly chart, Ed, it looks like it was a good week. So what do we make of that uh, turbulence that we saw? Yeah, there was some odd action going on Thursday. There's some there's some earnings. There's also Treasury, which really spiked. But ultimately, we are seeing pretty solid action, as you say. It was an inside day today, oddly enough, a huge gain, an inside day, uh, but strong, strong gains. Uh, the one thing is that for new buys, there's been sort of a herky-jerkiness to the it's you know, to the NASDAQ's rise. I mean, it's been going up. And so if you've had existing positions, it's no big deal. It's been a little trickier if you have new ones. Uh, I mean, if you held those, generally they worked out, but you didn't know that because the way they things have rolled over and rolled up and down. But look, it's going very well. The NASDAQ hasn't even touched its 21-day line for a couple of months. It's hard to say. It's obviously a market that doesn't really want to go down. Whenever it goes down, it, it quickly battles back up. Uh, so there's a lot of strength in this market. Mm -hmm. And one thing for me is something that helps when you have a, a herky jerky market environment. I mean, yesterday was not fun, uh, but for me, focusing on those early entries so you can uh, hopefully get a profit cushion to withstand uh, some of those pullbacks or that herky jerky action or you have a very clear line in the sand if it is an expectation breaker for you to get out. Uh, what are some of the things that help you in this kind of market environment? Yeah, I look for those early entries too. And another one is just trying to get into the rally pretty quickly. I mean, there was right. the early part. And then there was also again in, in May here, because uh, often the market will have a powerful advance, which is, you know, early on, you know, sometimes it'll falter. Okay. But when you have a, a successful rally, it'll usually have strong gains for a while. And that usually means you can get a cushion and build mm -hmm. that up. It's, you know, it's never, there's no guarantee, but that's one reason why we talk about getting into it. Because later on, as it gets a little, little older, uh, a rally or a few minutes, at least a little bit more tired, a little bit uneven at times. And so that makes it easier to weather it if because it's like, oh, you're up 30%. Oh, now you're up 25%. That's much easier than being up 2%, down 3% uh, in a matter of minutes. So uh, I think that's a that's just mm -hmm. one way to really uh, just to be quick, quick in a rally too. Yeah. And we aren't too far below the high from 719. We'll have to see what next week 
brings us. It is going to be another big week for earnings reports, but are we going to see sideways action, some sort of digestion of these uh, strong gains? See if we can get that uh, 21 day line to, to catch up and, and maybe get some sort of bounce off of that level uh, for the index. But Ed, if we continue to see this rally, because I mean, we shook off uh, a pretty <laughs> bad day. Like you said, it wasn't inside day. We didn't get quite above Thursday's high. But if we do see a continuation of strength, I mean, isn't the NASDAQ just going to get extended again? Yeah, Thursday was the first day. And I think almost in like a couple months or so, there quite a while that we weren't more than 5% uh, above the uh, above the 50-day line, but then we mounts right back up, and so like it meant that we had a little room. It's a little bit like when you have a series of street lights that are timed. That even if you race fast out of the out of the, from the green light, you get right to the red light anyway. So that just makes it tricky to be adding things. I mean, just be careful and look for those early entries, and you know, uh, and there's you're just going to have to have a line in the sand, knowing that we may be in. A, a strong advance, but also with some starts and stops that makes it just a little little difficult with new ads. Let's take a look at the 10-year treasury yield. Above 4% in Thursday session, it did back off a little bit, Ed, but what are your thoughts on what we're seeing with the 10-year here? Yeah, there some people have talked about that this might have been related to a Bank of Japan move where they've had a super easy policy and they seem to be shifting towards a more normal policy. And so buzz about that seemed to do it um, than the actual news came today. Yeah, getting above these levels. Look, I mean, there was a strong rally uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. We had a nice little burst when the 10-year uh, treasury yield came down below, actually, then went back below. We're pretty close to those highs again. So that could be, you know, that could give an excuse for the market to finally pause. But honestly, the market takes a, takes a one takes, you know, gets punched in the face and then just keeps on going. It doesn't, it, you know, it's like, you know, so it, so that's not a guarantee, but yeah, this is something that could pressure the market. Hasn't really happened yet. Mm -hmm. We will keep a close watch there. Let's now take a look at RSP, the equal weight version of the S and P 500 up about a uh, half a percent today on the verge of a breakout. It did get turned away there on Thursdays, but, uh, but we are on breakout watch for RSP. I'm going to fly through a bunch of ETFs, Ed, but before I do that, just your overall assessment on uh, w where things are at in terms of the market breadth right now. Market market breadth is pretty good. I think the NASDAQ showed a little weakness this week, you know, not in terms of in terms of breadth, but QQEW, it hit a new high. Actually, the NASDAQ and the NASDAQ 100 didn't. This one just momentarily did. And so while they lagged the non-equal weight indexes, it was still a pretty solid week. They're still looking pretty strong. Okay, and now let's uh, take a trip around a bunch of ETFs. Here's a look at SMH, which tracks the chips up almost 2% on Friday. We'll look at the weekly charts for these. How about that? Up 4.4% for the week. IGV tracking software, basically flat, uh, but coming off of lows for the week. We now have three tight closes in a row here for software. KWeb China. Big week for China stocks. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on IBD Live this morning, but you were all over it, Ed. Okay, web here up almost 13%. This has the likes of Alibaba in it, JD.com, Tencent. 
over to XLI Industrials, up a third week in a row, up six-tenths of a percent. XME, the Metals and Mining ETF, up 2%, continuing to make a little progress above that 40-week moving average. We also have XLE Energy up 1.8% to get above the 40-week line mm -hmm. as we're starting to see the price of oil continue to come up. And XLV, this is the healthcare sector, had a big week last week, didn't give up too much this week, down just eight tenths of a percent. And what about retail? Here's XRT up, it looks like five weeks in a row now, up 1.7% this week. Any other comments, said before we start looking at some stocks? Well, you can see there'd be a lot of breadth there and some opportunities in a lot of places, not just tech, but tech is still looking pretty strong. Yes, well said. Okay, so let's take a look at a chip stock, MRVL. This is Marvell Technology. It's working on a cup with handle. Speaking of early entries, it did have one not all too long ago when it cleared a trend line on 7-Eleven. It seems like a lot of stocks uh, were actionable on that day. It feels like that day keeps coming up. We didn't get quite a, uh, above average volume on that day, so maybe traders wanted to wait for more of a full-fledged base, and it looks like we're starting to get that, Ed. Yeah, and one thing I like about this base is that it basically held that gap up. I mean, it may have dipped a little bit, but that was a big gap up, and look at all that. So really nice action here. Uh, you know, late this week, it tried to sort of break the trend line of a handle. You could have tried Thursday and would have been like, oh, that came back down. And then it's moving back up. You could have, you could have used that today. You could use Thursday's high as a tiny slight entry, uh, but showing really strong action. That relative strength line is holding up very well after a nice gap up. Uh, earnings are not going to be good this year. You can see that, but then it's supposed to rebound. That's not that uncommon. It's yeah. got that AI play data center. Uh, element to it. So, uh, and earnings aren't for a few weeks. So it's looking pretty good. Yeah, almost a month away. And you know, Ed, this stock is in the same group as NVIDIA, but NVIDIA is pretty stretched. Maybe one could argue it's forming an ascending base here, but uh, Marvell is working on more of a traditional base. So, in terms of exposure to this industry group, your thoughts on looking at stocks uh, outside of NVIDIA. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to find some things. This one obviously showed real strength. This is not a laggard, I mean, in that sense. It, everything looks like a laggard compared to NVIDIA, so there's that. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like NVIDIA's off providing a real opportunity. This one is looking pretty interesting uh, for, for investors. Great. Let's now take a look at SLB in the oil and gas field services group. Some really tight action here after an explosive move up the right side of this base where, let's see, for that week, it was up about 8.6%, followed by another 7%. And now it is on the verge of clearing a cup with handle entry here on the weekly, Ed. Yeah, so there's that. It's, you know, you could just say clear that clear that area on a daily, which is maybe technically a little higher. You can just treat it as a handle and uh, it just held up very nicely here, digesting the gains a little bit. Wouldn't be the worst thing if it could just trade sideways a little more, get get let these moving averages catch up. But really strong action. This is, I mean, oil has gone up uh, five straight weeks. Uh, the, this whole area is doing well, USO. Um, 
and uh, SLB is one of the giants. And one of the reasons this is, this was not one of the first one to go, but there was another name in this group, OII, Oceaneering, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was more of, you know, like a leader in that or, and then it tumbled on that. Now, if you bought it early, you'd be okay. But, you know, it just shows you that it's, uh, SLB is probably a little less likely to see those kind of big, big drops. And SLB has its earnings out of the way. So even if it is prone to that, it's not, not going to happen for a while. Right. Yeah, this is a much larger, uh, more liquid, just big daddy in the in the group here. <laughs> yeah. So good points there, Ed. Now let's take a look at Tesla. How's this one shaping up? It's right around the 21 day line. I know when it had that bad break on earnings, we were saying it seemed like uh, at least in the short term, Tesla's move might be over, but it is getting support at the 10 week line. Is this a potentially actionable uh, bounce or does it need to form a base here and rest? Yeah, technically you could say it has a handle here on a base going back to September because it does have that, it's you know two week handle, but you'd really like it to stretch out a little longer, be a longer handle, maybe even a full on base within that consolidation. And if you do that, just going sideways, the 10 week line is going to catch up. Heck, the 10 week line may catch up on Monday just because it'll jump several base, several points uh, and just digest for a while. Uh, but this, you know, and which is fine. It, it, you know, it's gone up more than 100 percent in 2023. Uh, it'd be nice to, to let it rest and uh, catch up. But, um, you know, after that violent move, you'd like to like it to balance out, but definitely should be on the watch again for for when uh, that comes out i don't think a bounce straight off the 10-week line would would look that good it'd be too, too straight up after a big down sort of big up uh i'd like at least a few more days or you know or, or longer to, to start feeling that there's a little more distance from that mm -hmm. that makes sense all right ed well now as we pivot to the week ahead what should traders be focused on it was a big week for earnings this week but we're far from over with earnings season. No, we have Apple, we have Amazon, we have Shopify, we have Caterpillar. There's there's hundreds. I was looking at Fortinet uh, um, before the open. We'll have on semiconductor on Monday, and it just it just a ton of earnings. So you definitely still have to be paying close attention to that. A lot of a lot of very quality stocks will be reporting. So you know, you have to be watching that. I think investors should be looking at their portfolio and be thinking, well, where do I might want to add to it these positions may want to, am I missing any sectors? And when I do, I want something from oil mm. services or something from travel or, or whatnot, uh, you know, or in which ones do I maybe want to cut? These are laggards, you know? So I think those are some of the things they can do and, and just keep working those watches. I don't know if it's a great time to be adding a lot of exposure. I mean, maybe if you do so just really incrementally because right. of the way the market is, but the, the market looks really strong and people should be uh, just really engaged in the coming week. That makes sense, Ed. We know you are going to be uh, all over those earnings announcements along with your team and our tech team as well. So make sure you are keeping an eye on investors.com for all the latest coverage and the IBD app as well. And we've got you covered in the mornings on IBD Live. So wake up with us with your coffee. We'll bring the market analysis and trade ideas, investors.com slash IBD Live for all those details. We'll see you there. We hope you have a great weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.